It is December the 16th, 2021. This is Steel Hard 19. I'm your host, Hamilton Steel. I'm his co-host, Ghost. Well, we've got one more before we hit 20. Yes, we do. It was a landmark that we got to 18. Now we're at 19, and we're just chugging along, and uh, everything is going pretty good. Anything that you want to say about it at this point in time? Mm, not much. Not much? How's it feel being in front of the camera for a change? I've been on the front of the camera for the last 18 episodes. So. Oh, yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, one of the things that we was discussing was the current economic environment that we find ourselves in. And, you know, I've always said it's important that we have these conversations because, you know, if we take a look at what was happening with COVID, it destroyed a lot of businesses. Oh, totally. I mean, it probably did more destruction than... Well, let's just be honest. If you actually, I've said this before, but if you actually think that the lockdowns improved anything, you're a freaking moron. No, it did improve certain things. Like, I mean, let's face it. Amazon's got a huge freaking blooming down profit going. uh, A whole bunch of other big box retailers. Yeah, but not improved anything for the little guy. No, it it never does. None of this stuff is ever good for the little guy. I mean, what it is, is we have a system in which the big fish eat the little fish. And sometimes you just got to understand where you are inside that pond and keep your distance, which is kind of what happened. And there's a whole lot of adapt to die that went on. And, you know, a lot of people disappeared and you had to change the way you go about things. And then even here, like, I mean, it flushed me out of the woodwork. Yeah, you weren't happy with that. Oh, no, I was absolutely miserable. I liked being in relative obscurity, doing my own thing and whatnot. But uh, same situation, adapt to die. So we've been talking back and forth about the environment that we're in, and we've got a lot of inflation going on right now. And first of all, I've always maintained that inflation is a tax. It's the ultimate tax. The government gets to slap it on you whenever it feels like, and it just blames market forces. Yep. And in the end, they're just making more money. You know, that's, that's how it works. But how it plays out for us is that's a lot less money people have to spend on our crap. And let's be honest, you know. And we're not in the market of selling necessity goods, so. Yeah, that's just what I was about to say. One of those things that get slashed when the. Right off bat. Right off bat. We're one of the things that gets slashed. And uh, it also still doesn't help that we got a lot of people that are still scared to death because of COVID. It's going to be scary after that, I mean. Oh, well, you know, as I was just saying a little while ago, I mean, it's two freaking years later. And I mean, if you're still hiding in your basement, you know, at some point in time, you know, you know, it's kind of like this, okay? The essence of humanity is not in its ability to stay alive. It's in its ability to live. There's a lot of people who seem to be incapable of living at this point. You know, at what point in time do you put two and two together and come up with corporate greed and politicians' lust for power? I mean, because that's what really we're looking here. Oh, the Omicron. Oh, Mo, this. And, like, I mean, and you know what? And you I know, mean, these are both the same people who are most vocal about, like, got locked down, you got to do this, got to do this among the public. Are also the most vocal in saying that the government's corrupt and corporations are greedy and all that shit. 
Yeah, that's what gets me. It was the exact same people. And, you know, at some point in time, I've said in this whole thing, you know, you just got to get over it and get on with your life. I mean, uh, how much more do you need? Really? And this does affect business because my comment is out of all this. How much more do you need? I mean, do you uh, you wanted uh, everybody to keep six feet of distance? Well, you got that. Okay, that was the first two weeks and then it became permanent. And then you turned around and you wanted everybody to wear masks. Then you got that too, okay? And then you wanted everybody to go out and get a vaccine. And if we believe the numbers, you got that as well. And yet it's still not enough. At what point in time do you just turn around and say, fuck it and start going on with your life? And it affects, in a business environment, it affects this because I have to ask myself this. We're dealing... We're not a traditional bit. Well, we are, but we aren't. Okay, we're tr- we're a, a pawn business. Well, we're traditional in the sense that we've been at this game as an industry since photography took hold. And I'm sure prior to that, that there was some freaking damn sculptor sitting around in freaking Renaissance Italy, blooming down, painting naked ladies for people to look Probably. at. You know, I wouldn't doubt it. Okay, it's it's the sex industry has been there for quite some time. And I'm sure oh, they had one, right? It, well, you know, I'm sure the porn industry was invented when the first time the caveman figured out that he could draw freaking boobs on a freaking damn wall inside of a cave. He probably no. The st- porn industry was invented the first time a cave woman discovered, hey, caveman will feed me if I show him my. <laughs> well, no, that's that's the, the stripper industry, okay? Caveman feeds me if I show him my tits, okay? I'm talking about the guys like us who says, wait a minute, if I draw tits on this wall and somehow I keep the women away from the freaking guys, they'll pay me to come in and look at the tits I draw on the wall. Boy, this conversation really went in a weird direction. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, it's, you know, traditional in a sense, it's it's never going to go away. But it, it is a, uh, a business with a certain amount of, shall we say, risk attached to it. And the people that you do business with, you really can't deal, do business with people that are, are scared to the point that they're going to hide in their own fucking basement. Mm. I mean, shit happens all the time. I mean, we get problems on set. We get egos. We get uh, we get fucking sickos asking us for sick shit. Happens. And I'm not saying that anybody should protect a criminal or anything to that effect. I mean, you know, if somebody was on my set and they got raped, I mean, quite fucking frankly, okay, I'm going to make sure that that guy gets everything that's coming to him. Right? Absolutely. But I am saying, you know, when somebody is scared to shake your freaking damn hand, and you're making your money from the adult industry, then I'm sorry, I'm not going to do business with you. I mean, you know, you're too fucking scared. If something even questionable happens, and questionable is just par for the course. I mean, there used to be a thing, don't um, do business with somebody who has a light handshake, and now you got people... They they won't even shake handshake. I'm not going to do business with anybody who only wants to do an elbow bump. Fuck off, okay? It's like the girls that are, you know, and not just girls, we've had a few guys that have shown up because, you know, we're going through our talent rosters lately. And they're like, this, I want everybody to have a COVID test. I want to make sure I see the vaccination card. And I'm like, get the fuck out. You know? Yeah. Get out. And it's not my job to arrange it, you know? I can get other pussy. Okay? I can get another dick bigger than yours. You're replaceable. And I don't need the problems because you damn well fucking know. Five seconds after they leave here, if they get the sniffles, 
They're going to be on the phone with the health department or somebody else to that effect. I got the sniffles on this set. And they're going to want to fucking... And I'm going to have the government come through my damn door. Shut me down the whole damn bit. Thank God we don't live in fucking Australia because they'd end up blooming there and locking us up in a fucking damn quarantine, concentration, hotel camp, whatever. Kangaroo Schwitz. <laughs> Kangaroo Schwitz. Yeah, this is about it. And, you know... And I think part of the reason why we stay at it is because nobody wants to actually lock people like us up. Oh, jeez. Can you just imagine what we would Can you to? imagine? Like, I mean, let's let's just be honest here with my personality. I am a... Uh, how shall we put it? I, I tend to get people... Pathologically to, insane? Well, I was going to say I'm kind of like Darth Vader embrace the dark side of the force. I mean... I get a lot of people to embrace the dark side of the force, okay? Right? I suppose. Now, if you locked me up in a place like, you know, Kangaroo Schwitz, okay, how long do you think it's going to be before I manage to get the fucking gods starring at porno movies getting blowjobs from bored girls and the government's applying them with drugs? I don't even have to freaking do that. I can get the, they, they can get themselves fucking addicted. Okay, stay in your room. We got some drugs. I'm going yeah, to the freaking was, prison uh, guy. Yeah, I was hearing about that. There's yeah, I was being locked up. And, okay, here, have some value. Like, have some, yeah, here, take some fucking dope. We've got you locked up, right? You know? And then you get a bastard like me who'd sit back and go to the prison guy. And, you know, she's got a really kind of fucking hot ass. No, no, I'll keep it six feet of distance. And like, no, what kind of cameras are in here? How many do you think you got around? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'd be going to the girl like this. Look it. He let us out for a walk around the freaking damn park. All you got to do is suck him off. And if she's been there long enough, that dick's looking pretty fucking tasty, okay? That's a strawberry lollipop right there. That's a strawberry lollipop. You mean I get to go out? I get to go for a walk? Maybe a swim in a stream or something? Look at some fucking squirrels or kangaroos or whatever they look at out there? You know I'm going to do that shit, right? Yep. That's what I do. How do you think I get people to come into the fucking place to take off their blooming darn clothes and stick a giant butt plug up their ass, okay? You market yourself. I mark it. I talk. I, I'm, I'm constantly out in there. And that has been the success of our driving business for the longest time. And it's one of the reasons why I don't like putting my face out there in the actual public sector on the mainstream media, so to speak. Because I'm doing a lot of that stuff quietly and discreetly behind the scenes. You know, I flourish in the darkness. <laughs> I'm fucking mold, okay? <laughs> and... We have a business environment that has grown out of all of this, and everybody's having to adapt, and we've got the inflation, and we're looking at roughly, I think it's the second week of January, that we're going to be coming out with a whole new line of videos, and we're still arguing how we're going to distribute it. Yeah. And you've been saying that we... Something more mainstream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've been saying, you've been angling towards using a pro, uh, one of the freaking platforms. I've been running cold on that, really cold on it, and I don't like the platforms because, let's be honest, I don't like doing business with people that I haven't actually met face-to-face, -face, right? Right. And I also don't trust the platforms because they play a lot of dirty shit. Like, I mean, you could sit back and say... Who does Well, there's dirty shit and there's dirty shit. Like, I mean, you know, you could sit back and say, hey, you know what? Only 500 people downloaded your video last week. Here's your money. When in reality, 5,000 downloaded it. We would have no way of knowing. I'd have no way of knowing, right? I mean, you could sell my stuff. And, and you know, you're giving a lot of paperwork with this stuff, too. I think if they were in the habit of doing that, they would have been cut a long time ago. Uh, 
how long did it take to catch the freaking people down at the Creep News Network? You know, all the freaking pedophiles that are coming out down there now? That's yeah. going on. Like, I mean, Project Veritas just released another one. That's two that have now been child diddlers down there. How long did it take? Elaine Maxwell, I wrote a whole big article about that all over. How many years? Since the 90s. I mean, there's mm, photos of... Hey, it probably went on, and it probably goes deeper than we can imagine that. I'll just say that. But this is the environment about it. And I am not going to start producing child porn for these freaking sickos. I'm not even going to produce child porn that uses adults who are all over the age of 18 but look like they're 9. I'm not doing it. That's my limit. Unfortunately, I think there's a lot of other people out there that will. And so in our distribution problem, I want to maintain control. Total control. And uh, options are either use a platform or create it for our own site. That's one hell of an investment, though. Yeah, that's that's a big investment. And it's not just an investment in money, it's an investment in time. Like, I mean, what I liked about the DVD model was that I could produce a line at my leisure. You know, I, I could release, you know, four scenes on a DVD. There was no maintenance on it. Yeah. There was no maintenance on it. This, this How many times do sites go offline because someone updated something in the back end and it broke something? This is going on constantly. It's going on constantly. I mean, that's, we practically, with our own and sites, we practically have a site that goes down every other week. Yeah, yeah. Constantly. Because the hosting's updated something. Oh. It's something that's gone on, and, you know, it requires an enormous amount of investment, and the DVD model is dead. And we've discussed this before about me, about moving things over towards flash drives, but the main problem is still, how do we get it to the public? And I'm still fracking my head, like, I mean, you know, there's no way I can. I know I've we've I've done it on many occasions. You know I've taken excess product and I've driven down on a Sunday afternoon to a flea market, and I've sold it out of the trunk of the car, right? But there's no way I could ever sell the volume that we required to make something a success. This is extra crap. You know it's like yeah it's a Sunday afternoon. I got nowhere to go. Nothing to do. Uh, I want to get out of the house because, you know, the big non-denominational church Jesus guys are going to come by and start banging on my door and praising me or something. I have no clue. Uh, and it's just one of these things. So <clears throat> I'm of the opinion that now is the time to play things very conservatively. I mean, we've got inflation going, so it's really the time to count your nickels and dimes more than ever. That it is. You know, and I'm not likely to take risks with new ventures, you know. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We should go with a mainstream platform. I, and you know what? I, I think what we could do, and I wanted to bounce this off here, and might as well do it here on camera, we've got a lot of raw footage that still has to be edited. Okay. What if we was to take out the best parts of the footage and just just i'm not saying give the worst but i'm saying let's just keep the really good stuff for us and we'll do like two edits like a director's cut sort of thing yeah kind of like a director's cut sort of thing you know a renegade version you know what i mean and we can load that up to one of these platforms and if somebody fucking steals it or if they fucking rob us or whatever the case is and you know what's gonna happen well, fuck it. So what? You don't have the best. We got the best. And then we'll figure out what we're going to do with that, you know, the really good stuff later down the road. 
Mm-hmm. Could have a secondary platform of our own to distribute that. Yeah, that we go again in, so it like. Uh, yeah, but the volume would be smaller. You know, it's it's not the volume that bothers me about it all. It's the commitment to it. Yeah. I mean, you know, a uh, in the old school method of distribution, your costs were up front. You know, if you were gonna sell, let's say, five hundred, eight hundred units, you knew how much it was gonna cost you. Okay. Here over this, it's an ongoing, never-ending situation. I mean, when you when you put your own site out like this, I mean, we've already got sites. We've got mainstream sites that we're using, but, you know, it's a, a never-ending nightmare of commitment on it. I mean, you and I get up in the morning, okay, you know, we talk to each other on the phone, whatever the case is, you know, and we're at it for the next three hours maintaining our own sites. And we're doing it ourselves. It's pain in the ass. It's total pain in the ass. It's total pain in the ass. How many times are we sitting back there screaming our heads out that there's something wrong with a freaking database and we can't figure out what the frick it is? If somebody wants to charge us. Just wait a second. We didn't have this back in HTML4 and 3. Oh, well, you know, that's that's going back. Everything was working better back then. You know, it's... Hey, hey, up till like when they recently released the new Space Jam, the old Space Jam site was still up since the 90s. Yeah. And it worked. It worked. Is it still up now, or did they take it down? I think they probably took it down because they released a new movie. I think they probably repurposed it. You can look it up well, if you want well, to. Y- y- you know, but for a long is... time, it was considered like a uh, internet time capsule. Y- you know what I think? This is kind of like uh, the illusion of technology. Right? And here's my whole thing on it. If you look at the old social media networks of the past, the platforms, right? We've gone, everybody knows about MySpace, right? And you take a look at Facebook. Can you kindly tell me what is the biggest freaking difference between these two? Other than some policies, like Facebook says, no, you got to give us your government ID. You can only add the people that you actually know, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, essentially, they do the same thing. Like, I mean, if I went over the freaking MySpace, what did I get? I got a bunch of freaking pictures of what somebody ate for lunch, this stupid freaking damn band. And, uh, you know, boobs and kittens. And when I go to Facebook, what do I get? You know, the same freaking damn crap. You know, uh, and I really don't care what somebody I knew in high school is doing today. So, you know, it's useless. I don't get that, that whole like versus unlike. I don't get that dopamine rush. I don't give a damn. Yeah, you like it, you don't like it, fuck off, whatever. Okay, knock yourself out. Is it putting money in my pocket sort of deal? Well, yeah, you know, I'm a Sigma male. I don't give a rat's ass unless it benefits me in somehow. So, you know, I seem to be immune to this this, this sort of crap. And I don't know. This is a big debate that we're having here as to how we're going to make our stuff available to the general public. We've made some minor stuff available to the public. We still have some distribution in Europe, but that hasn't been going as well because of COVID. And uh, I don't know. This is a real debate. This is one of these situations we got to really kind of sit down and think. I wish I could come up with an actual easy solution. Um, the only other alternative I can think is if uh, we rent some space along a commercial area, a retail sort of area, we put up an adult video store of some sign, and we put a small projection room in the back, and we put women with big fucking tits out on the freaking damn floor. You know? Uh, still, that's 
going to help and upfront investment for the area, the yeah, innovations yeah. on the yeah. yeah, it's a huge investment. It's a long term investment to yeah. do that. And I think we would have to turn it into some kind of fucking bar. Let's be we honest. We would have to do something because it's not there's not that many adult video stores around anymore. Well, that's, that's for a good reason. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. It's gone. That, that's a whole different era. But I'm trying to think around the problem here. How are we going to do this? Because the current distribution methods just, you know, people sit back and, you know, a good example is like uh, one person I was talking about. I have a widely successful fans only page. And the girl's quoting me all these numbers and how much production she's in and whatnot. And I'm like, how much do you make at the end of the month? Oh, about a good thousand dollars. <laughs> so let me get this straight. All this production, I'm doing the thing, and I'm going like, son of a bitch, you're like working two freaking full-time jobs. And you're getting a thousand bucks. Honey, you'd be better off if you work two freaking full-time jobs, okay? You know, but, you know, but you found that enjoyable. Uh, moving along here. Windows XP saved the day last week. Yeah, back on the technology failing. Oh, God. It's like everything fucking fails. Well, first the printer died. Yep. And that died when I had to actually print it. It was three fucking months old. It's a laser printer. It died. It died. Luckily, I, you know, we was hitting and hot about whether or not to put freaking damn insurance on it. And we got the insurance yeah. on it. So, you know, it was a good thing. So they replaced our printer. But it died. Yep. So we had to get a new printer. I think that's bad, though. What's bad? Well, I still had to freaking, like, get the uh, contract ring up. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a printer. But guess how I did it? How'd you do it? I dug out a 1970s typewriter and started typing. Oh, fuck, you dug out that old damn thing. You actually sat down and typed that all up? Yep. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Well, I gotta give you credit. I mean, you gotta go on again, right? But you got the contract out. Yep. You know, this is just what gets me, is, you know, this fucking... Is, what is this? Is there like a fucking chip nowadays inside the fucking machines that says terminate on this date? Because it seems like fucking everything dies all at the same. You can buy it all at different yeah, points in time, but on the same freaking thing. Because we also had a computer go down in here. Yep. Just got that replaced today. We just replaced that today. And it's like, the old stuff, like I'm laughing about my Q1, okay, with the Windows XP on it. But it's our print server now. Mm-hmm. And that's a print server because the cheap printer we bought because we're not going to buy an expensive one after the last one died. It's, it's... The damn manufacturer decided, hey, let's keep selling this, but let's not update the driver since Windows XP. Well, this is what gets me about it, is it's a good mid-range... We read the reviews and whatnot on it. It's a good mid-range printer from a decent company. And I can't say the print quality is bad on it, but it fucking blew me away. I can't hook it up to anything else that we have in here. I had to hook it up to an old machine. I couldn't even hook it up to a new machine with a dual boot running XP and this. I actually had to put it onto the old machine. Well, the problem is you can't get XP and run on the new machine. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, there was a problem with that. I got the shell up and running on it, but you probably could have tweaked it, but it was more work than I... Than it's worth. Than I was prepared to. Or I could just walk over to my freaking damn closet, pull up my old cube, plug it in, and bang, it was online. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... pain in the ass had a sneaker net thumb drive around, but... Well, I'm sure we could put it on a network in here if we wanted to, but yeah. why are we going to go to that trouble when it's literally just a foot and a half away from you here? You want an XP yeah. machine on a network? Okay, you got a point on that. You know, Actually, I don't want to use any Windows products on anything at this moment. You know, I, I prefer Ubuntu, but, you know. Well, that has its own issues. It's got its own issues, and the least of which is, you know, you're constantly hunting around for programs that you know that the people that you work with 
and that you do business with don't have. And it's just, it seems to me that things are just getting worse. You know, I was talking to our buddy Mike there, and he's got a uh, 2018 uh, Ford Mustang, I believe it is. And he was laughing at me, and he says, what the hell does my 1982 Ford Mustang, or his, 19, no, his 1978 Ford Mustang do that his 2018 Mustang can't do? Start. Start. <laughs> and as he put it, he says, there's not a damn thing wrong with the 2018's engine in it. He says, it's got fuel, it's got air, it's got spark. He says, the whole thing should kick over. The problem is the computer. And, you know, it, it seems that a lot of this is going on. And if you add to it that the current environment, like, I mean, uh, with our non-adult sites, we've had a problem with the, uh, the ad networks. And this is just part and possible for it. We was at a uh, private dinner function, and I was asked, well, we were asked to be there, not because we are businessmen who just happen to make porn, but because we are pornographers who just happen to do business. So there were certain expectations that we could furnish them with certain things. And I thought that we did a very adequate job, but one individual was very angry that uh, we weren't prepared to give them what they was asking for. And I thought it was diplomatic. You know me, these are the kind of people that have more freaking money and power that they could, uh, they could shove a thousand living cockroaches up my ass and I wouldn't be able to do a damn thing about it, right? Yep. So I was very diplomatic. Uh, it turns out they did have a certain amount of influence and I had made the mistake of mentioning three of our freaking non-adult sites and Lo and behold, all of our AdSense accounts on them were terminated. Anything attached to the, that AdSense account was essentially terminated, but we break it up amongst multiple things just in case something goes wrong, right? So, looking for the new ad networks, we first went to all of the mainstream ones, you know, and they were either flooding the site, uh, there was either browser hijacking, clickbait, you name it, all kinds of crap. So they weren't any good. Or there was errors in trying to sign up. Like, I mean, uh, you know, page not found errors. I mean, how long have yeah, you, you been in business? You know, and it doesn't matter which browser I use, where I go. I mean, you have to make whatnot. their software run on your site. And if it doesn't even work properly on, your, on their own On site, their own end, why would you do business with them? And getting, any kind, way to happen. and getting any kind of tech support from them was like, oh, forget it. So one of the things that I used was ExoClick. I got no complaints whatsoever with ExoClick on the adult side. But ExoClick assured me that they handled mainstream as well. And unfortunately, all of our family-friendly sites kept having tits and ass all over them. It's because ExoClick uses a freaking honor system for... Yeah. And you have yeah. douchebags who... Yeah. So, yeah. What were we going to do? And it, it, this is all just part possible to the current business environment where everything is falling apart one way or another. The people are falling apart, the equipment's falling apart, everything's falling apart. And we're still being expected to turn a profit out of all of this. And I'm wondering, when is this shit going to come together? Is it going to have to freaking collapse first? You know, before people start pushing back and slugging out, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, this, this can't go on. I mean, uh, 
even from another side of the coin, I mean, we had one girl who was really eager to work for us, eager to work for us, and we employed her, uh, Stacy, I think it was three times, four times? Yeah, I think three or four, yeah. Three or four. And, you know, we didn't pay her a lot of money, but as far as she was concerned, it was extra money. Now, things have changed. She's now getting a government check. And... She's flaked on us twice. I spoke to her a couple of weeks ago. She's put on at least 15 pounds, and this is when I found out she's on a government check. And as far as she's concerned, fuck it. She doesn't have to work. She doesn't have to do anything. And I, I hate to say it. I mean, this is like a, a reenactment of, you know, Soviet Russia. I mean, you know, I don't have to work. I don't give a fucking shit. Just sitting at home smoking pot, and that's the end of it. Yep. And... I don't know. Uh, I foresee things coming around a little differently in the fact that we're going to get girls who want to work for us because they want extra money and they're going to work for us for a whole lot less money. Possibly. And that's good because I foresee us having to get a whole lot less money for what we produce. We're, we're, we're definitely in a spiral of something, and unless something turns around, you know... Yeah, it's a downward spiral. Right? It's a downward spiral. So, you know, how is uh, a poem going to survive that? And the attitudes of people are really kind of fucked up and strange. Like, I mean, you know me, okay? I'm always very conscious about how much money we spend on everything. I count and keep track of everything. And when the gas prices hit three fifteen, dollars a, three fifty a gallon out of here, I started taking my bike. You know? This morning you're taking a bike, you freaking walked in one day in my place with a half-broken bicycle telling and told me to fix it for you. That's because some fucker tried to steal my bicycle. So that's the story. Yeah, it's a story. I beat a guy with a bicycle. But, you know, it was, I, I take it, if I'm not going any more than three miles, I take my bike out. Like, I mean, you know, I can go grocery shop and the grocery store is just a mile away from me, you know, so I take the bike. I mean, I don't see me getting in the car starting it up and driving the place and people sit back and they think that you know i'm in some sort of financial ruin at this moment because i use a bicycle to get somewhere i still use my car it's just that i'm driving more than a hundred fucking miles before i turn the damn fucking car on i mean you know where am i going okay if i gotta take girls out to do a private show well i'm not gonna put them on the handlebars of my bike right <laughs> I, I uh, drive them there. Unless you want them a giant red mark on their ass by the time they arrive. Oh, no, I drive them there. Come on. You know, it's not, a, what am I going to do? Turn around and say, hey, here's 10 bucks for a fucking cab. Or, you know, let me get you an Uber. I could do that technically, but still. It's you know, not very professional. It's not very professional. So, yeah, there's a time and a place, but it's just what gets me is, the, you know, the attitudes of like, maybe, oh, I guess you're financially broke, whatnot, you know. I had somebody standing next to my car and a woman came over to me and she says, I think somebody's trying to repossess your car. And I'm like, what? There's somebody standing next to your car. No, it was one of the fucking churches trying to leave papers on my freaking damn windshield. And I'm like, no, nobody's trying to repossess my car because my car is paid for. There's the no, two of us literally have a debt of zero. Yeah, we have no debt. Okay? That's what people don't get, okay? Uh, am I not... By that standard, we're richer than 90% of the people. Absolutely. Am I not good with the finances? Like, I mean, debt does not stick around in this business for more than five minutes, and I find a way to wipe it out. Right? Yep. Okay? I'm good on it. 
stuff does not get purchased unless we have the money for it or it's going to make us the money back pretty damn freaking fast, okay? And I've always been like that with business. You know, we fly without a safety net. Our safety net is the fact that we can flap our wings and we can freaking fly. And the vast majority of people in business today, I don't think they got a fucking clue what they're doing. The vast majority of people in the, today's freaking adult industry have got a fucking clue what they're doing. You know, uh, let's just get it up on the internet and people look at it. Yeah, I can stick a fucking picture of tits all over the freaking internet and I can get a thousand exactly. freaking money off of it. But is that money? No. Is that fucking money? It ain't money. Anyway, on that wonderful note, I think we're going to wrap up number 19 and wish everybody a happy holidays just on the off chance that we don't get a number 20 out before the holiday season. Basically, the holiday season already. Well, you know, before the big, huge uh, fat man coming down a freaking blue machine. <laughs> yeah, I never got that. I mean, how does he have more? Those chimneys aren't that wide. Well, that's because you're French. And you see. Well, you we know, don't really have chimneys. You don't have chimneys. You just smoke like chimneys in France. Okay? And what Santa Claus. No, but everyone's got a giant balcony window to no, that. No, well, no. You see what happens is the Santa Claus in France goes up to the door and goes, Cuckoo, it's Fula. Oh, wait, you don't do ho-ho, you do 